Center of Gratitude radio show with your host, the Gratitude Guru. Thank you for joining me for the 10th episode of the Center of Gratitude radio show. I'm the Gratitude Guru, Dr. Johnny Bergstrom. Welcome. Coming up today at the Center of Gratitude, set aside 15 minutes for yourself so I can teach you all about planting seeds of prosperity with gratitude. Today I'm going to explain how from even the most negative, drought-like life conditions, a new, ultimate life of prosperity can be created. Just like new harvests are dependent upon the seeds initially planted, so are the circumstances of our lives, harvested from the seeds we've sown in our minds. Negativity, when buried deep beneath the surface, continues to poison and toxify the potential new life that yearns to stem from the seeds that were initially planted, regardless of whether those initial seeds were negative or positive. You don't have to be a green thumb to change your world with gratitude, and as you will find in this episode, throughout our lives, we have to tend to our gardens of prosperity. That involves weeding, planting, trimming, removing dead and useless brush, putting down fresh mulch, and, of course, watering frequently to ensure abundant growth and a thriving yield. In addition to tending to your metaphorical garden of prosperity, Today you will learn how to dig up the negative seeds that have been destroying your yield, how to nurture the seeds of prosperity you've already planted, and how to create your ultimate life by planting seeds of prosperity with gratitude. Grab pen and paper, and let's get started. Just a quick note before we get into today's topic, the Center of Gratitude radio show is a global broadcast with listenership all around the world, and I want to welcome everyone. Bienvenidos, bienvenue, willkommen, shalom, ciao, konnichiwa, ni hao. Gratitude is global, and I would love to see gratitude go viral. Please like our show's Facebook page at facebook.com slash the center of gratitude or facebook.com slash the gratitude guru. Follow me on Twitter at TCG Radio Show and follow me on Instagram at the gratitude guru. By the end of this episode, and I suggest writing these couple bullets down, you will learn how to uproot negativity, what, who, and how to weed out everything and everyone who distracts instead of developing your ultimate life with you. How to replant your spiritual garden of prosperity with positive plantings. How to care for and nurture your new plantings. And we will close today's episode with how planting seeds of prosperity with gratitude will create your ultimate life. If you didn't get a chance to write down everything that you wanted to, you can certainly backtrack in this podcast Or you can just keep listening since I will give you cues throughout the episode of when to grab your pen and paper. You also have about 10 more seconds during the following musical transition to make any additional notes. If you're new to the Center of Gratitude radio show, or new to the Law of Attraction, 
I teach gratitude as a gateway in order to explain the law of attraction. There is no prerequisite, and you don't need to have ever heard of the law before. But there is a basic must that you absolutely have to know, understand, and repeat to yourself constantly throughout each day. Write this down. Law of Attraction. Write this down. Know it. Understand it. Repeat to self constantly throughout each day. So it's the law of attraction. Know it. Understand it. Repeat to yourself constantly throughout each day. The law of attraction says, and write this down, that like attracts like. So essentially, and this is important, what you think about, you bring about. Like attracts like, and what you think about, you bring about. Because what you bring about is a mirroring of what you've been thinking, it is true to state that everything in your life exists because of you. Everything in my life exists because of me, and everything in anyone else's life exists because of them. Now that you understand the foundation of my global teachings of gratitude with the very basic refrain that thoughts become things, you will gain more and more clarity during our time together today and in each episode about how to tend to your spiritual garden of prosperity. Your garden of prosperity is a sacred space. It is your life. It contains everything you love, every great dream you've ever had, and is where every great dream you're about to have will be conceived. Because our gardens of prosperity are sacred spaces, it is vital that we tend to our gardens regularly and frequently. Let's take a literal approach for just a minute. No matter where you live, whether in a very urban area with lots of skyscrapers and hustle and bustle, or if you're the exact opposite and you live in the most rural area where your next neighbor is hundreds of meters away, I want you to visualize a garden. The temperature is perfect. There are no bugs or critters. The air is fresh, crisp. There are no allergens. Is there a waterfall? Are there birds? Are there small animals? Is there wildlife that visits? How much green do you see? How much water do you see? How much and what noise do you hear? Does your garden overlook a body of water with boats and beautiful clouds? What do you smell? Maintain your visualization and feel the peace that it brings you. Take a deep breath in, hold it, and slowly exhale from your mouth. Take another deep breath in, hold it, and slowly exhale from your mouth. Maintaining your visualization of your garden. And one more time, take a deep breath in, hold it, and slowly exhale this time while saying thank you. Whether you've ever visualized your garden of prosperity before, you just showed yourself what your sacred space of peace looks like. 
your sacred space, this garden of prosperity, is just for you. It's your private haven or sanctuary of peace where only you are permitted access and only those you allow to join you are granted access as well. The garden is symbolic and represents your ultimate life. Now imagine sitting peacefully in your garden and suddenly the people you least like in your life all come barging in around the corner together all at once demanding what they need and what they want from you. Throw in your to-do list, your self-doubts, your kids, your partner, your familial obligations, your boss, your debt, and everything you worry about. Now take a deep breath and let it go. <laughs> because that's all fake. Clean slate, see your garden with just you there. Remember, are there birds? Is there a waterfall? Are there small animals? Is there wildlife? How much green is there? How much water is there? How much and what noise do you hear? Does your garden overlook a body of water with boats and beautiful clouds? And what do you smell? You can see from the example that I just gave you with everyone barging into your world how quickly and unanticipatedly your world, your reality, can be completely disrupted and turned on its head when you allow others to enter and take root in your garden. The rapid rate at which your world changes is determined by how much negative you have rooted in your garden. You have to tend to your garden of prosperity and uproot the negativity. As often as you find that you need to, go through your garden, look for snakes, look for parasites, look for vermin, and pay close attention to the sprouting of weeds and poisonous vines that make eventually try to overtake. What kinds of suspect shrubbery are hiding out in your garden? You know what I'm talking about. Pen and paper alert. What and who is hanging around in your garden, in your sanctuary, in your sacred space, disturbing your peace and your creation process? Write the first things that come to mind. Who are the naysayers in your life? Go. Who tells you what you can't do? Who constantly makes you feel badly? Who laughs and scoffs when you share new goals with them? Who in your life thinks that the entire world is against them? What parts of your life provoke worry, sadness, anger? Frustration? Fear? Who breaks your heart and dilutes your self-worth? It's kind of a lot to think about, so keep adding to your list because in just 10 seconds we're going to put our pruning shears to the test to uproot negativity 
that could be plaguing your garden. I hope you can see now by writing that short list that you can easily identify, with just a little focused thought, what the disruptors to your garden are. You have uprooted negativity, and now there is room for new plantings. You have to replant your garden of prosperity with positive plantings. Since you used a metacognitive practice, which was writing your list of garden disruptors, we're going to stick with that metacognitive practice to write out how to protect your garden of prosperity from intrusive disruptors. We're writing, so write this down, a MULO, which is M-U-L-O, and stands for My Ultimate Life Outline. Think of writing the Garden of Prosperity MULO, M-U-L-O, as if you were designing your garden with a landscape architect who was noting every design element that you wish to have included in your sacred space. Write your mulo with your garden in mind, which you'll remember is the representative of your ultimate life. That's what your garden is. And write out what you want to see in your garden. Who do you want to enjoy your garden with you? Whose influence helps the garden thrive? Whose influence brings love into the garden? What new life circumstances, people, and events would you like to invite to your next garden party? Take a few seconds to think and write out your mulo. So this garden of prosperity mulo includes your replanting, as well as new plantings. Just like a literal garden, you have to water and nurture what you want to grow, and if you want these newfound items of your Garden of Prosperity Mulo to manifest, you have to water and nurture them. While we can't literally water a metaphor, we can check on our new thoughts and desires by developing a schedule or routine to refocus on our desires and ensure that our minute-by-minute -minute behaviors are in line with what we've stated as wanting to see in and as our lives. If you wrote on your mulo that you want your ideal partner, whom you've yet to meet in your garden, with you, you can't ask the universe for that and then proudly proclaim to your friends how you just can't seem to meet anybody. Remember, write this down if you haven't already. Thoughts become things. To nurture your new ideas, new thoughts, and new plantings, when you check in with yourself for your status update of how well the Garden of Prosperity is flourishing, don't allow yourself to be distracted by what might not have arrived yet, but instead give thanks and a focus on what has arrived and what has become of the seeds that you've sown. Planting seeds of prosperity with gratitude will create your ultimate life because what we think about, we bring about. When we see and experience abundance, we experience overflow, and where there is obvious overflow, there is more than enough to go around. Gratitude is changing the world, and if you've not yet listened, 
check out the episode that aired just before this one, which is called Change Your World with Gratitude. It has a detailed teaching about billions of worlds collectively improving with gratitude. Tending to our gardens of prosperity is vital to the creation of and thriving nature of our ultimate lives. We aren't meant to live mediocre, nominal lives. We are meant to feel full, overflowing, and outrageously abundant and prosperous at every turn. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today in my Garden of Prosperity. I hope that you'll get to tending to your own gardens right away. Reminder to listen back to all of the previous podcast episodes of the Center of Gratitude radio show. And remember, every day is Thanksgiving when you are living with gratitude. Have a grateful day.